My name's Tomo and welcome to my race chinwag. For every single Formula One race this year, pre and post race, we'll be talking all about it live on YouTube. But this is the audio only version just for your nice, cute little ears. Give us a like, five star, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening, and let's crack on. It's time for the Spanish Grand Prix pre race chinwag 2023. And it's live. Roll intro. <laughs> Is that nice and dramatic, everyone? Did we enjoy that? Thank you all for coming. How are you? Hope you're well today. Welcome, uh, Jonas, PP, Potato, Car Guy, Iasu, David, Ella, Carlos, Helita, Jaden, Julia, Potato, again, JM, Jack, Connor, Eski, Seth, Mateo, Jonas, Matt, Tom, Mika, Thoppy, Jozo, Bubbo. Uh, Xander, Reese, Alvaro, Tommy, Dre, Kaluga, Legendary Corn, Ados, Static, Jamie, Lumpy Bumper, <laughs> Lumpy Bumper, Lou, Dennis, Nathan, Formula Shorts, Washita, Sam, Connor, Freya, Versatility, love it. Aston Hart for the Aston win. Um, if, no, if North Face made a made merch, that would be actually pretty sick. Do you know that? Um, CP company make jackets for Formula E. Yeah, I know. Mad. Uh, thank you all for coming. Welcome for, welcome to you all joining the stream today. If you are watching live on YouTube, if you're watching after the fact on YouTube, or if you are listening through your ears on audio only platforms. I'm not wearing my watch. I've almost always got my watch on. I feel, I feel like it doesn't feel right not having a watch on. It's uh, weird. Yeah, I know, CP, right, it's mad. Lando says he's going to win, does he? Or Alpine seems to think they're going to be half decent this weekend, which, look, we've heard that many a time from the uh, the French outfit, so remains to be seen. And Luca, welcome to Friends of... I'm sure you're already part of Friends of Tomo, but if not, welcome, Luca. Welcome to Friends of Tomo. £2 a month, join button below if you want to support what I do. No obligation, of course, but I'd be much appreciated. Yes, there's been talk of rain as well this weekend, hasn't there, as well? Hello, Older from Paraguay, love that. Uh, I need to see. I've never been to South America, so I need to explore that part of the world a little bit more. Um, that would be lovely one day. Right, cool. First time catching my live stream. Nice, Charlie. Well, welcome, mate. Welcome live. Live and kicking. And yes, they have removed the chicane. Absolutely the right decision. Should we get into it? Let's talk about it. First of all, again, audio only. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, blah, blah, blah. If you're listening, uh, like rate comment do the things that help the algorithm thing please that would be much appreciated and um let's crack on let's get into it right sweet round eight spanish grand prix it's round eight i know we've only had this will be the seventh race round eight obviously emilia romania didn't happen but still round eight at what could be yes indeed three wet weekends once cancelled in a row uh potentially anonymous channel yes yes um, I'm not being funny if you ever want more of an advertisement for uh, the effects of um, a certain climate change then well I mean Amelia Romagna last weekend was certainly a, an example of that but yeah it's um, I think this is this is not going to be a problem like this is not going to be a problem that goes away all I'm saying is as the world's weather gets a bit more mad over the next rest of time seemingly um we're going to have to deal with these wet weathers, these these freak weather events at Grand Prix, um, unfortunately. 
but we'll see. I mean, Spain isn't one known for rain at all, um, but again, we'll see. Maybe a bit of weather comes down and, and, and shakes things up a bit. Um, thank you, Ralph Dankers, by the way, uh, for joining Friends of Tomo as well. PSV, love that. Great little Dutch club. PSV Eindhoven. Eindhoven's a really nice little um, little city as well. I went there um, end of last year when I did my little chat with Atsy Kirkhoff. Um, she raced hovercrafts. Yeah, I wouldn't hovercrafts with downfalls. I'm not sure how that would work. Um We'd like to see the first, really, is it? First race in Spain since 1996. That would be Spanish Grand Prix reign, of course. That would be um, pretty, pretty mad. Um, without the chicane as well, of course, yes, track changes. This configuration of Catalonia we've never seen before because obviously there were other track changes that happened. What was the, was it last year, the first year of those other changes where they've like um, extended the, the corner before the final sector? Um, it's like a long left-hander. It's a bit more like designed for bike racing somewhat. I can't remember if it was 21 or 22. But um, but yeah, so the, this is the first time we're getting this configuration because no final chicane as well, which we've been banging on about for so long. Hopefully it helps. It would be a bit um, a bit unfortunate if, you know, all, all we've been doing as fans is moaning about the final chicane for so many years and then they get rid of the final chicane and it doesn't help the racing. Now, of course... There's a distinction we have to try and make because, look, Red Bull could go on and dominate this weekend. Okay, this feels like a very Red Bull track. Um, Red Bull track um, is going to optimise the things that they get right, which is a lot, of course, but particularly I feel like they're going to be in a really good place at Spain. If they do dominate, that doesn't necessarily mean the track changes haven't helped. It's just that the way things are at the moment, we do have a team that has this advantage somewhat. And all of the drivers are so good that you can't really get your driver to make up for it. You know what I mean? I'm trying to say. But we'll see. And thank you, Seth, for the ad block tax. Appreciate it. Aren't YouTube cracking down on ad blocks now, by the way? I heard that that's a, that's a thing starting now. So if you run an ad block, then YouTube might um, kick you out. So, I mean, look, selfishly, from a creator point of view, it means I probably get a bit more money. So, but obviously, ad block also functions. Yeah, you get some dodgy ads on YouTube as well, don't you? Um, they're not the best at, at vetoing um, dodgy stuff, so I, I, I'm I'm not going to sit here and and complain about it. And you know what I mean? It's what it is. But um, can overtaking be improved now? The chicane is gone. Hopefully, Jonas. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully it will give you a better shot at being closer um, going into turn one. I guess, but we'll see. We'll see. And thank you, Jack, as well for the six dollars. Have a coffee on me, mate. You know what? I like an iced coffee. I'm not a, I'm not a hot drink drinker at all. Neither's Hannah. Tea, coffee, nah, 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 nah. I'll have a hot chocolate, but then it makes me want to go to the toilet, like, almost immediately. So, I, iced coffee's nice, though. I, I don't mind an iced coffee. Um, hello, TJ. Welcome. Good to see you. Will the last two corners be flat? Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't actually know, James. In, in these... Has anyone seen... I'm sure someone's done like a mod of a set of Corsa or a mod of the F1 game to use these current spec F1 cars around Catalonia with no final chicane. So I can't, I'm not sure, doubtful. I doubt that that final corner is going to be flat. Maybe a slight, yeah, yeah, there we go. First, first flat, second not. Yeah, first one, first one of the two is flat. 
So first one, boom, full tilt, and then you've got an opportunity to stay close and and hopefully, hopefully it does something. Because, I mean, turn one is the only real opportunity for an overtake at Catalina. But we'll see. We shall see. Right, okay. Um, and cheers, Jamie, for the hours as well, although I've been subscribed for a lot longer. Ugh, mate, I don't know why it doesn't keep up with it sometimes. It's a bit weird. Um, and he says, only if you have been... 12 months mate that's a long time man appreciate it Jamie thank you very much for your support it um, enables me to do what I do okay I'm nothing I'm I'm nothing I'm worthless without all of you so um, there you go do you think other teams are analysing Red Bull's floor right now I do I mean even Mercedes uh, didn't they put, someone put a statement out Mercedes basically saying yeah we've been uh, we've been hard at work analysing what Red Bull are doing to try and see what other teams can learn because making a straight up copy isn't necessarily going to work because it's not just the it's how the floor interacts with the wings and all that and trying to make a straight up copy isn't necessarily going to be the answer to your problems but obviously learning what you can from what Red Bull are doing right clearly again this is all this is all part of the longer these kind of regulations go on the more other teams will learn the hope is the hope is that Red Bull are close to the theoretical ceiling of these regulations. Because there is a theoretical ceiling. You know, as time goes on, the diminishing returns you get from upgrades. I mean, Red Bull are bringing upgrades this weekend to Spain, which is a bit ominous. But uh, he does vouch. Uh, he does. And, uh, you know, you've you got to think that by the end, of, by the end of the year, I wouldn't be surprised if if one if, if at least one team by like the final race in Abu Dhabi is on pace with Red Bull race pace. I wouldn't be surprised by that. Obviously, it'd be too late to have a title challenge, but then I think you know by second half of next season, if we haven't got at least three teams competitive at the front, then there needs to be like serious questions. Not so much of the rules. Because the rules are what they are of these other teams that why haven't they bridged the gap? You know what I mean? Because you've got the increased ATR relative to Red Bull right now for particularly Aston Martin, but Ferrari and Mercedes as well. Um, yeah. We'll see. We will see. Right. Okay. So Spain, Catalonia, not a track that particularly enjoyed. In fact, let's do a poll because I love doing a poll on these live streams. What do... You think of the Catalunya circuit with no final chicane. I want to know what you, what your, what your belief, what your anticipation is. Um, are you well excited? Um, good. It's going to be good. Eh. Still rubbish. Well, give you four options to pick from there. Um, we have no evidence. No, you don't, Jamie. But I'm saying, what are you? What are you anticipating? Because we don't, we don't know yet. We don't know yet. But do you, are you anticipating that this is gonna turn this track into one that again, it's not a bad racing track. It's not a great F1 track. There's there is a difference, you know. Um, there's many a good circuit that doesn't really work for F1 because of the aero dependence that this series has compared to. A lot of others, you know, like a lot of a lot of motorsports have aero dependence, but the aero dependence in F one is is 
pretty extreme. So again, certain tracks are gonna punish you more for that, you know. What do you think? What do what do we think, chat? What do we think? Right, let's have a look at the uh oh so 52% of you saying good. Almost 19% of you are well excited, 26 air, and 3% still rubbish. Okay, so most of you, I like this, I like this. We're, we're, we're an optimistic bunch, okay? Over here on the on, on the Tomo YouTube channel. We're an optimistic bunch, and I like that, okay? I, I am, I am, for this Grand Prix, I am well excited, actually. I, I'm, again, I am a Catalonia enjoyer. It was one of my favorite tracks to drive back when I used to, just drive motors, um, Forza Motorsport all the time. Forza 3. I absolutely love that game. And Forza 4. But Catalunya was like one of my favourite circuits. Um, has always been in video game form. One of my favourites to race. So, yeah. I'm buzzing. I'm looking forward to it. Um, remains to be seen. What happened last year? Let's reflect then. Come on. Last year, obviously, Max Verstappen won. Say obviously. It seems obvious right now. But at the time, it certainly wasn't. Uh, head of Sergio Perez and head of George Russell. Now, again, uh, what was it? Qualifying, you had Leclerc put it on pole. Max had issues with his car in qualifying. And then during the race, uh, Charles was ahead, stayed ahead. Science went into the gravel. Uh, Verstappen went into the gravel. But they both carried on. Uh, Checo had to let Max pass, which he said it was unfair, but okay. And then Leclerc's car broke down. And then Max won the race. And also Max had that great scrap with George. Um, do you remember that? Really good scrap. Good wheel-to-wheel -wheel stuff. Do you think? Just, just enough room. And again, give George the car to fight. And he will go toe-to-toe -to -toe and battle with Max many a time in the you know not-so-distant future. So I'm excited for that. Uh, oh, yeah. Came, this is one of um, K-Mag's various meatball flags. Max's DRS didn't work as well. That's true. Yep, it was intermittent. It was an intermittent fault he had um, with his old DRS. So, because um, before this race, there was a 19-point gap and Charles was ahead. Advantage Charles, 19 points. After this race, obviously Max won. I can't remember if he took fastest lap or not, but Charles got nil point on the board. So, this, from a championship point of view, Spain was a bit of a nail um, not the nail in the coffin, not the final nail, but it was a nail. It was one of various nails that were required to close the coffin. And it wasn't the last one, but it wasn't the first either. I mean, Imola wasn't great either, was it, to be honest? But um, yes, not ideal, not ideal. Uh, what else happened in that race? Uh, I watched the highlights earlier. I'm not just remembering this out of pure memory of a year ago. I wish I was that good. Um Hello, Stoney. Welcome. Favourite YouTube geese. I'll take that. I'll take that, mate. Um, was there anything else that happened in... I can't remember. Apart from, yeah, apart from everything I've mentioned, that was... that was. It wasn't... I mean, Spanish Grand Prix, I, it wasn't a particularly memorable one. Again, there was a nice little scraps with uh, George and, and Max, but that was kind of about it. Oh, yeah, Norris was ill as well, wasn't he? Bless him. And Sergio got fastest lap, did he? Nice. Yeah, it was Yeah, it was windy. That's obviously Science and Max both went off at the same corner, turn four. So it'll be interesting to see if we get any issues with that this weekend. Again, I'm not sure. What's the... Let me have a look now, actually. Uh, weather in Catalonia. 
Um, yeah, it's it's saying rain. It's saying rain quite consistently, actually, um, in the region, in the region of Catalonia. So, I mean, we'll see. Right, rain. As long as it's, you know, the race can still go ahead. As long as that's, I'm I'm all, I'm all good with rain. You know, I ain't got an issue with that. So, 1996, let's go. Yeah, when it rains, it pours. Hopefully not pours too much. But, again, I, I think wet weather conditions, I feel like in these cars, given the field spread is from top to bottom is as small as it's ever been. I would say that, yeah, like that whole, what was it? The whole kind of uh, rain is the great equaliser. I do think that will, not obviously completely, obviously being in a Red Bull in the wet is better than being in a Williams in the wet, of course. But there's less of that, that driver impact just becomes a much bigger component. And same with Monaco, actually, even in the dry in Monaco. The, you know, getting, it, it rewards confidence, doesn't it? Driving in the wet, driving a track like Monaco, your confidence is rewarded more so than in a typical track like Spain in the dry. So we'll see. We'll see. Um, we will see. Stroll traditionally good in the wet. Yeah. What what drivers are we? Are we? If it is wet this weekend, I think you got to keep your eyes on Lando because he's very good in the wet. Stroll's got a Stroll's got a wet. I was. <laughs> I was about to say Stroll's got a wet banger, but that just sounds horrible. Um, <laughs> he's got a worldie of a wet drive. There we go. That's 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 a bit nicer. Um, in his back pocket. So I mean, yes, yeah, certainly not in Monaco, but it happens. Verstappen, you can't obviously you can't look past Matt. To be fair, actually, you know what? You know what? I think the more interesting which drivers do we think struggle the most in the rain? Because there's so many drivers that we refer like, look, Max Lewis, Fernando, Hulkenberg, Norris. Is there anyone who particularly doesn't seem to do well in the wet? So you say science, but I feel like science was considered a bit of a wet weather expert. No? Surely. Joe and Bottas, I mean, Joe, I mean, is Bottas, I can't think of, maybe there are some good quality Bottas yeah, a lot of you saying Bottas. Wet, wet, it doesn't seem to. I, I we've not seen Joe enough in the in the wet weather to really get an idea. Um, George, is he? I don't know. It's one of them things, isn't it? I, I, I do honestly feel. I think it's more difficult now than ever to really differentiate these drivers because I just think they're all really, really good, and when all the drivers are within, you know. Maybe a couple of tenths, a few tenths of each other, top to bottom. Then it's harder to pull out. You know, when you know, go back twenty years ago, and it was um, come on, that yes, you had your Schumacher, you know, your your Raikkonen, uh, your Alonso growing up, uh, jumping into the jumping into the the fire. Like you had these top drivers, but the bottom drivers were worse than the bottom drivers we have now. I'm very sure of that. So, Gasly's horrible in the wet, yeah. Mate, is he? I don't even know. Yeah, I feel like you you pick so many make a poll. I think you, 
so many of these drivers now have had opportunities and have had good wet races. So it's difficult to, to differentiate. But yes, hopefully we get a nice bit of wet weather. Again, puts more emphasis on, on strategy on the team. Right tire, right time. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But I'm excited. I, I think more excited than I've been for a Spanish Grand Prix for a while. Although, again, I'm always, I am biased. I like, I like the track. I enjoy, I enjoy the circuit. So, AlphaTauri is a team make terrible wet weather choices. They have, you're right, Hamza. They have many, made many a stinky wet weather choice as AlphaTauri. So, you're just as reliant on your team as anything else, aren't you? But anyway. Right. Driver standings. Where do we sit after six of 22 rounds? 39 points. Max Verstappen had a Checo. Blah, blah, blah. Um, what's the most interesting to take from this I mean again Alpine have been gassing themselves up um, as Alain Permain has been saying you know we're not just going to be quick around Monaco we expect to be quick around um, Catalonia obviously Mercedes weren't really able to fully test their uh, their upgrades their new side pods their new floor um, at Monaco I would expect you know teams as much as we don't test at Spain anymore like we used to they still have a lot of historical data which is inevitably going to help somewhat. Um, so we'll see. Yes, Hamilton's on 69 points. Very nice. And other than that, I mean, again, Alpine are kind of stretching their legs here a bit. Um, it still does feel like them and McLaren are kind of clear of the rest. So that is the kind of midfield. Um, but it does reflect, it, like it varies so much track to track, doesn't it, Blake? You know, you've got Monaco. Monaco and, and, and Catalonia could not be more different, surely, in terms of circuit characteristics. The types of corners you're driving through at Catalonia, no no place in Monaco. So, we'll see. We'll see. You know what I was as well? I want to ask for some advice here, because earlier on, I was... The, the plan was to have the driver standings here, and then the next slide was going to be your average finishing position. However, it becomes a bit more, because I only want to show it if I think it's meaningful, I guess. <coughs> so in a way, for example, like the reason it comes is because I'm like, well, look, Sonoda's been so close to the point so often and not got points and just got one point. So, you know, what's the, I think there's value in seeing an average finishing position, but should I include DNFs? because obviously you still get a finishing position as such. Like if you DNF first, you're 20th. If you DNF last, you might be 17th or 16th or whatever. Um, so I'm not sure whether to include DNFs or just take... There's always going to be a caveat, isn't there? Non-mechanical DNFs include... See, and that's the thing, right? Once you start including like crash DNFs and non-mechanical ones, then it just gets a bit like... I need to make like an Excel spreadsheet so I can just plug in each finish, whether it's relevant or not. And then it just gives me the average finishing position. Yeah, I, I need to make an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, leave DNFs out. If the DNF drives at fault. Yeah, if the Yeah, maybe. Maybe. It gets so nuanced. Exactly, Blake. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you deal with this stuff all the time, right? It's all data and numbers. And if you, like, I'm only going to put it. I only want to do it if I feel like it gives interesting, valid, and like 
yeah, valuable information that isn't just, oh, it's just numbers telling. Because this, this, what we're seeing right here, does not tell the full story. It never will, especially towards the back. It, it will never tell the full story. Um, yeah, what if it's crashed into it? Exactly. It just starts to get, it starts to get a bit stinky. Yeah, Max's average is like one, I think Max's average is like 1.5 when you include sprints. Um, or the one sprint that we've had. It would never tell the story, full story. Exactly. Exactly. I just want to try and get as close to reality as I can. But yeah, because obviously a technical DNF is, is no fault of the driver. But again, it's like, I think we always want to try and talk about. So, so for example, if I was to do average finishing position for Charles Leclerc, I did actually do the top. I did the top. I got up to. Uh, I did the top ten, and then when I went to the bottom eleven, it was just getting. I was just couldn't be bothered. I was like, I'm, I don't know if this is useful, so I'm going to chat to you lot first about it. So it was actually Verstappen, Alonso, Perez, Hamilton, and Leclerc had the exact same average finishing position when I disregarded Leclerc's DNFs um, ahead of Russell, both ahead of Russell, and then it was Science Stroll or Con Gasly. Um, but yeah, I, I'll have a think about it. I'll see if I can be bothered to do an Excel spreadsheet. Again, I'm not going to do it if I don't think it's useful information because points do not tell the full story. But anyway. Um, right, cool. And then constructor standings. This is a Red Bull cakewalk, of course. Oh, actually. Okay, so I've seen a few people talking about um, the, the future of Lance Stroll at his father's Formula One team. Now... I am of the opinion that it's not a big deal to Lawrence. Look, obviously, ideally, Lance would be up there. But what gets the headlines, what gets the highlights, what gets the admiration and the history book books is not the Constructors' Championship. It's the Drivers' Championship. Yes, of course, if... Aston Martin wanted to maximise their constructors' position, they would get rid of Lance Stroll and get someone else in. But do they really care? Like, I get the teams care, okay? The, the teams internally, it's a, it's a deal to the teams. But if Lawrence is thinking of legacy, of Aston Martin, to get Aston Martin back on the map and increase their stock price, please, because I'm 85% down. Fortunately, I didn't put too much in then, you know, having a clear one-two, Schumacher, Barrichello, Hamilton, Bottas. Like, surely that's the way? Surely? I mean, what, was it Fernando and, was it Fisichella was Fernando's teammate in 05 and 06? Can't even remember. Can't even remember who Fernando's teammate was in 2005 and 6. It was Fisichella, wasn't it? Um, Look, I, I think... It's not ideal for now, but once once you've got a car that can fight for championships, oh, he's Yano, wasn't it? Oh, was it was it Yano or was it Trulli? I can't even remember. I li I literally can't remember. Right, let's have a look. Right, two thousand and five, two thousand and five Formula One season, and I want to look at the 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 gap. Right, so it was yeah, so it's Fisichella in two thousand and five, Alonso Fisichella, right? Alonso wins the championship with 133 points. Fisichella got 58. 
58. Okay, so clear one, two. What do you remember in 2005? You remember Fernando Alonso winning the title. Renault did also win the Constructors. But they only won the Constructors by nine points ahead of McLaren. That's mad. That's actually mad. Um, yeah, because JPM outscored Fisichella, um, as did Michael Schumacher, obviously. Um, right, so that's 2005. And 2006, where it was... Is that year it was... Um, no, that was Fisichella as well. I was right. Why are you lot saying truly? I should have trusted my gut. Um, 2006 was Alonso Trulli. Sorry, Alonso Fisichella. And then, yeah, Fernando, 134 points. Fisichella, 72. And Fisichella only got, what, one win and four P3s. So it wasn't like he was on the podium all the time either. But that's what I mean. That helped enable him to win. Alonso to win. Giancarlo, I know you've got your hands different. That is the most savage team radio of all I have ever witnessed. If you haven't heard it, it's Fisichella's race engineer telling him to hurry up because he's going too slow. And he says, I know you got understood, but you're two seconds off of Alonso. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying, right? So you could argue that you know, if Fisichella was closer to Alonso, then what? Schumacher finished 13 points behind Alonso in 2006. They could have traded a few more. Alonso could have got a few less P1s. And what, the gap... I mean, to be fair, back then, the gap... Man, it's mad. Back then, so only the top eight used to get points, didn't they? And then, what, P1 was 10, P2 was 8. So you... That is crazy, isn't it? That is crazy how the point scoring system, like... It'd be, it'd be really interesting. I, I'd want to get someone who just knows data, because I'll... Can't be asked with the Excel spreadsheets, but to go through every single Formula One championship and apply the current point system and see how, like, what changes that would be a really good video for someone to do. Someone much more intelligent than me, maybe I could commission someone to do it. I don't know, um, and w work with someone who knows that kind of stuff. Um, Pross seven time, yeah, pro probably Peter Brook, yeah, maybe. Might actually message Peter. He was at um, he was at the live show, and we've got a mutual friend as well. It's really a uh, small world. I oh, was already done that. I was I was sick. I didn't even realise he'd done it. Sweet. Pross would have won eight championships. Mad. That's crazy. I I didn't see that one from Peter. I'll have to check that out. Um. Yeah, it's it's, and that's the thing, right? It's all of that context kind of matters, and it's impossible to. You know, keep it all in your brain and remember everything. But you know, oh yeah, look, I ask ChatGPT. You know, that's a, good, that's a good point. No, no, you know what? Where's um? Actually, you know what? Let, let me find. Let me find that video. C can someone find that video and link it? Actually, you know, what? I'll, I'll go on his channel now because I'm assuming that's going to be one of his. That sounds like a really interesting one. So I reckon that's one of his. I will link it in the live chat. Because you should go watch it. Because that I, I'm I want to watch it after this actually. Um, where do we go? Oh, is, is it here? What if everyone, yeah. What if everyone had? Oh, there we go. Yeah, made it a year ago. Sorry, Pete. Jeez. Right, I'm I'm linking it in the live chat because I feel like this is the kind of video that you should be watching. Okay. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna pin it. Boom. Lovely. Pin message. Um, it should be in the live chat if you're watching this after the fact.
go and watch Peter Brooks' video. Lovely job. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna react to it. He deserves the views. Give him the views. Um, I do not deserve them. Also, thank you very much, fantastic captain, for the thirty-one Aussie dollars. Damn. Appreciate it, mate. Thank you very much. I went to Thomas' live stream, and all I got was this lousy super chat. <laughs> Indeed, you left with nothing but my thanks and my admiration, which I'm sure is 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 really worthwhile. You know. You go to your late, um, your local Woolies, and you're like, uh, "Oh, can I get, um, can I pay for this with uh, Tomo's appreciation, please?" I'm saying Woolies because you're in Australia, and Woolworths is is a supermarket in Australia. I prefer Woolworths to Coles. Coles just gives me, mm, not sure, but I prefer Woolies. Um, <laughs> but yeah, go check out Pete's video anyway. Right, interesting, cool, fun predictions. Should we, uh, should we talk predictions now? I did put the poll out this morning. Got over a thousand of you to respond. So uh, obviously subscribe to the YouTube channel if you want to make sure that you don't miss the community posts where I put the polls or follow me on Twitter. Um, either or. Whatever, uh, whatever floats your goat. You know what I mean? Whatever floats your goats. So your predictions... For the 2003 Monaco Grand Prix are as follows. A uh, boom. 1,068 votes. 60% of you go for Max Verstappen, race winner. 22% Alonso, 5% Hamilton, 4% Sergio Perez. Yeah, I mean, it's... It shouldn't... Like, obviously, Max is the favourite. Again, you say that most weekends, but... Particularly at this kind of track, you feel like he's got to be favourite. Did I say Monaco? 2003 Monaco, what is wrong with me? Did I actually say that? Oh my god, that's so weird. What is... 2023 Spanish Grand Prix? <laughs> what? I did forget bangers and clangers, yes. No, no, you know what? I didn't forget. I just... When I remembered, I didn't have time. So I kind of forgot. But we've got a week before uh, Canada, so I'll make sure we get bangers and clangers instead of worldies and stinkers. This is the last time. This is like one last. This is one last glory lap for uh, for, <laughs> for worldies and stinkers before we get the uh, the new generation of banger and clanger. If you weren't here for the last live stream, then you don't know what I'm talking about, and that's your own fault. You know, that's your own fault. Uh, winners and spinners. <laughs> Yeah, it's not the same Woolworths we get over used to get over here, Dom. It's like a completely different Woolworths. It's like Strongbow in Australia. It's like quite a premium-looking cider, and it tastes totally different to the horrible nonsense you get in this country. It's mad. It's mad. But anyway, yeah. So, race with Max Verstappen, no surprise there. Worldy Drive, Fernando once again gets the Worldy Drive vote. Um, him and Nick DeVries in Worldy Drive and Stinker Drive are like set in stone. Like, the reason didn't even... He, he did not have a shocking race compared to uh, plenty of others last weekend. Um, but he still got that vote. So, Alonso, 21% worldy. Hamilton, 18. Sonoda, 17. Norris, I like the Sonoda prop. I appreciate that. Well done. Um, 8% Norris as well. Yeah, I, I can't really disagree too much with those worldy drive shouts. Obviously, Verstappen would be in there as well if he wasn't just cleaning up. And yeah, I'm interested. It'd be interesting to see how Mercedes do this weekend. Not sure. Not sure. 
Hello, Reese. Thank you for the 499, mate. Appreciate it. Pre-race chinwag starts talking about supermarkets. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Because conversation is not, you know, it, it, it's open and fluid and we talk about different things, you know. That's the way I like it. It's more fun that way. <laughs> right. So, yeah, Stinker Drive, DeVries, 19%, Science, 12%, Stroll, 11 Gasly, 8 um, hopefully not science home Grand Prix. Would love to see him do well there. Obviously, yes. Alonso science on the podium would be glorious, especially if one of them won as well. That would be lovely. All Spanish speaking podium coming soon. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Won't just be reserved for uh, really three D videos. No, we've we've already had it, haven't we? Wait. Yeah, we've already had. No, it was top three in qualifying, wasn't it? What race was the where you had Checo, you had Fernando, and you had Carlos? Yeah, Miami qualifying. That's it. That's the one. Um, Miami qualifying. Yes, that was glorious vibes. Yeah, and Miami as well. So, you know, great connection to Latin America um, down there. A lot of support for Checo, and you know, it's good vibes. Enjoyed that one. Uh, Gasly down there in Stinker as well. Which was that harsh? Maybe somewhat. We'll see. Worldy team, Red Bull, obviously. Mercedes, 25%. Aston Martin, 14 10% McLaren. Uh, and then Stinker Haas with 32% of the vote. Head of Alfa Romeo, Ferrari, and Alfa Tauri. Right. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure on Mercedes, you know. I don't know. I think this is going to be a difficult, a difficult to predict the, the teams behind Red Bull. Those three, Aston, Ferrari, Mercedes, I really don't know. And I mean, what Alpine are chatting about is if they can be up there, which we'll see. Max DNF, maybe. He had some issues last time, so it depends. It doesn't look like it's going to be particularly hot either um, in the region of Catalonia in Spain. So remains to be seen. Remains to be seen. Right, they're your predictions. My predictions are as follows. Bonk. Verstappen win, Piastri world he's arrived. I think Piastri's done a very good job this year. I think he's gone, like, considering he's a rookie in a new team, I think he's done a fantastic job. And I think this will be a good race for him. Uh, Joe, I've gone stinker. Now, you know I've got a lot of, lot of love for Joe, but he's not had a great last few races. I think Valtteri has had the measure of him ever so slightly in the last few. And I'm just, someone's got to, someone's got to be, uh, be a stinker. Uh, Worldy Red Bull stinker Williams Williams has no downfall so surely they're going to struggle here surely surely um, but we'll see Lipton love that love that jubbly love that jubbly I meant to say lovely jubbly I said love that jubbly wow wow <laughs> we'll see we'll, we'll reflect on these predictions in the post-race chinwag on Monday to see how badly I got things wrong. Because I probably did. That's typically what I do. Williams didn't do that badly in Monaco though. Well, Albon didn't do that badly in Monaco. That's the thing. This is something to like that this might come across as harsh, right? At the end of the day, it's not just that Red Bull are dominant right now. It's Max Verstappen in that Red Bull is dominant. Right? Look at the Look at the driver standings. 
Like, obviously, yes. If Perez got more wins, that gap to Alonso would be bigger because there's seven points between P1 and 2 rather than three points between P2 and P2 and 3. But, come on. It is, it's, it's Max in that Red Bull. Max is still making the difference, I think. Monaco qualifying that session in Q in Q three, Max made the difference. Like that's the way I feel, you know. It's not just about Red Bull being done. It's is is as much about that Red Bull car as it is about Max Verstappen. Because if there were two Checos in that in 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 that Red Bull, then I don't think we'd be seeing the same clear clearness of Red Bull in the particularly in the in the constructor standings. But that's just my opinion for what it's worth. Um Fantasy League. Um I haven't still haven't updated my team yet. What am I probably gonna do here? I'm gonna I'm almost certainly gonna take Alex out. Oh wait, actually no, this is this is my old fantasy team. What 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 have I done? Actually, you know what I'm gonna do? This this uh, there's always a mistake, isn't there, in these streams? This isn't my team. <laughs> this this is not my, this is a lie. What what I'm doing right now is lying to you. Okay, this is not my team. I do not um, claim any ownership of this team because it's not mine. This is someone else's team. Um, no, my team. Let's have a look. Let's have a look where my team is. Um, Completed, yeah. So I've got Gasly, Sonoda, Science, Verstappen, Alonso, Aston, and Red Bull Racing. Uh, that is my team as things stand. Let me just copy that. Boom. And then, um, can I just paste? No, I don't think that'll work. Let me just do this and then I'll save that to my downloads. Saved and then go to my downloads. And then I'll just drag that on here. Boom. There we go. Fixed. The graphic is fixed, everyone. It's okay. It's okay. So this is my team as it stands. Gasly, Sonoda, Science, Verstappen, Alonso. Aston Martin, Red Bull. I mean, I'm not going to change Aston Martin and Red Bull. I'm not going to take Fernando out. I'm not going to take Verstappen out. But Science, Sonoda and Gasly are all... I mean, I've only got two free transfers, though. I'll probably keep Sonoda in. And then Science and Gasly. That'll free me up some good money. That'll free me up some good money. Actually, you know what? You know what's more f interesting is if we do this now, like on stream. Well, I, I change my team now. It doesn't give me as much um, help and information because I should really wait until after practice three. But yeah, yeah. See, All right. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Oh no! Online cricket coach. Love that. Welcome. Um, still baffles me that the people were stating that Max's first two sectors were average. Only sector three was good, considering they're both P P PB sectors. No, exactly. I, I think that's what's misunderstood about Max's lap. You know, the 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 Red Bull was slower. The Aston Martin and Ferrari and, and everyone else was more competitive relative to the Red Bull in those first two sectors. It's in that final sector where all weekend, you know, the Aston Martin was struggling. Fernando said it himself. Um, but I mean, watch Joni and Palmer's breakdown. If you if if you're one of the people who thinks that it doesn't deserve credit because Max is in the best car, right? Which he is in the best car. But watch the breakdown on on the F1 channel. Joni and Palmer did the, the margins. There's no margin for that entire final sector. It's insane. It's actually insane. Like, trust me, trust me. Give it a watch. Right. Okay. What I'm gonna do.
I'm gonna do, 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 do. I'm gonna get screen share and I'm gonna manage my team. You lot are gonna help me. Um, right, screen share, boom. And then if I open this, apologies to any audio only, but I will talk through as we go. Um, F1 Fantasy Game, love thee. There we go. Bosh, job done. That's the wrong thing. Uh, just expand this, make this a bit larger on screen. So you lot, actually, no, let's just put it here. That'll do. Okay, cool. So I'm going to take out Pierre. I'm going to take out Carlos. So that gives me... That gives me how much to play with. Uh, 25.4 million. Look at these nice sofas. We we have this sofa, by the way. But we, we're getting rid of it. It's a nice sofa. But Hannah wanted a more comfortable one, apparently. Anyway. Um... So right, I've taken them two out. So twenty five point four million. No, I'm definitely, I'm definitely keeping. I don't want to lose any money on transfers. Um, <laughs> Matt's class with the wall models. Times get fastest lap. I collide in the F one game and it invalidates me. I mean, remember NASCAR? The guy who did the wall ride. You know. Come on. Um, right. I'm not going to get Checo. Lewis is way too expensive. George is way too expensive. Oh, is George is George worth a punt? I don't know. I'm trying to think who else. Esteban's lost 0.2 million. So harsh. Um Ocon is only 9.4. Gas is only 8.1. I didn't actually realise he was that cheap. And maybe Oscar. I feel like Oscar's gonna have a good race. So that gives me 18.8 million to play with. So I could get Oscar and George. Oh, I feel like George is going to have a good race, you know. I, I, I th I'm thinking this. This is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking, George and Oscar. Because Oscar's nice and cheap, and he is very good. Sonoda's a bargain. George is going to be good. I've got George Fernando. How is George worth more than twice? Well, no, he's worth just under twice what George is. Is Fernando, sorry. Commonwealth buyers. <laughs> Commonwealth buyers. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah, I think I think this might be my team, you know. Yeah, we're doing it. This is this is more interesting doing this on stream rather than just, oh, this is what my team might be. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm locking it in. Confirm changes, got two days. Two days and fourteen minutes. Yeah. There you go. Uh, free I haven't used any of my chips yet. Actually, I've not used any of these. But I, I wanna, I wanna save these for a late, late end of season. Um, you know, move through the field. You know, that'll do. There we go. Right, here's my team. Then, here's my team. Don't copy me. Come on, Wolf. <laughs> oh dear, dearie me. Still think it's yeah slow adjustment to points over the season. Yeah, I mean it's look, it's same rules for everyone I suppose so. It is what it is. Cool. Okay. Perfect. Well, that's that's my new fa fancy. Well, I don't know why I've gone back to this because it's okay. I'll just go. I'll just go to here. Lovely. Um. Okay. Cool. Krishna, thank you for the one ninety nine. Max is faster than Checker while being ten kilograms heavier. But don't they account for that in the? In, in, in the driver weight and the ballast and that. I don't know. I feel like that's a thing, but I can't actually remember off the top of my head, to be honest. 
Everyone writing down names to copy Tomo. How dare you? How dare you? Still my still my team. Right, anyway. Um much to say on each team. Alpine saying they're gonna be quick this weekend. We'll see. I mean, I've heard it before, but I believe it when I see it. Um McLaren. Hopefully just not more mid. That would be nice. Um Haas, who who knows? Who knows with Haas? Just so inconsistent. They were rubbish in um in Monaco. Um Alfa Romeo, Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo Haas. Alfa Romeo Haas. This will be the little little link up next year. Apparently. Alfa Romeo moving their title sponsorships out. Alfa Romeo need to make a bigger deal with their heritage and all that, because they just don't. They don't lean into it enough. Um Alpha Tauri, good in the hands of Yuki. You know, I'm assuming the Vries got a bit more experience around Catalunya, so maybe we'll see. Williams, they're gonna be poor. Um Ferrari. <laughs> Ferrari, like I don't I don't know anymore. I really don't know what to what to think of Ferrari. They've got a really good qualifying car, but they've not got a good racing car. And engine might go kaput, exactly, Harry. Uh, Mercedes, I think Mercedes will be decent. I think they'll be clear of Ferrari. I think it'll be them and Aston Martin scrapping over second quickest um, team. But probably Aston will have the... I mean, Fernando in the Aston will have the edge. That's the thing. Fernando in the Aston. At least with Mercedes, you've got George and Lewis both on a similar level. So they're in a good place. And then Red Bull, they're going to be fine. They're going to win the race probably by about 45 seconds. Um, but anyway. Anything else that we haven't touched on this stream, people? Because we're going like 50 minutes. Bloody hell. Mate, I'll do waffle, don't I? I really do. Um, F2 and F3 predictions. Good shout, Jake. Um, as the intro rolls once again um to be to be honest i'm not really following the f3 um that closely um i know obviously gabriel mini won in monaco i know colapinto has been doing well i don't really i think so many of those drivers have changed to drivers that i wasn't really i had no kind of like so, so many of the drivers are rookie this year in the formula three that I haven't really learned enough about them to have a strong opinion either way. So, but I will try and catch the F3. Oh no, I can't. this this weekend's going to be difficult for me to catch all of the racing because I'm on a stag do in Newcastle. So, are there any Geordies in the live chat? Howie, I'm Andy Carl. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's it's going to be challenging for me to consume all of the uh, all of the F1 and F2 and F3. Very challenging. And I'm doing the last lap as well, yes, because I'm coming back on the train um, Sunday morning. So, yeah, it's going to be a difficult, <laughs> a difficult um, one to manage, but I'll do my best. And did Tommy predict Piastri biggest flop for this week? Well, there you go. Who's right, Tommy or Tomo? The war begins. <laughs> oh yeah, Drogovic was. Unreal. Isn't he won like he won the sprint and the feature last year, and then he won the sprint the year before that, didn't he? Something like that. That's pretty mad. I'm gonna be near him this weekend. Exactly, Helita. Exactly. Exactly. Funky costume. I'm gonna try and just get there alive. That's that's the ultimate plan. Ultimate plan. <laughs> um. Yeah. Predictions. F two. F three. 
It's very hard, very hard to, to give predictions. I do, you know what I do think though? I think if I had to, right now, if I had to predict championship winner, and you might think, oh, it's I think Vesti has a really good shot, not just because he's leading right now. I, I don't think he'll win the most races this year, but I just feel like his consistency has been really impressive and he just always seems to find a way up there. Even if he's not winning races, I mean, look, Kushmine, he's P4 in, this, in the standings and he's not won a race. He's had, what, one podium, I think? And, you know, he, he's doing a great job. I think, obviously, you know, I want Owasa to win. You know, I love Ayumu, but I, I would say Vesti's probably my my bet if I had to gamble today, but I don't have, I don't have an F3 one. Mick's going to, oh, yes. Mick's going to drive the W14 for the Pirelli tyre test. And I saw an article earlier, um, Toto Wolf suggesting that Mick Schumacher is not going to have a seat uh, next year in F1, which is somewhat, hang on, let me try and find the article. So I'm, I'm, I'm quoting correctly. Um, because it's it's from, I'm sure I'm sure it's from Total Wolf. Yeah, Mick Schumacher is unlikely to race in Formula One next season. Um, let me find the quote. And uh, this is on Formula Uno. Uh, here we go. So this is from Total Wolf speaking to the media. Um, I hope that Mick finds a seat because he deserves it. But the situation is looking at twenty twenty four. What? The situation looking at 2024 is not favourable. Truthfully, the situation is difficult for Mick. All the seats for 2024 are our teams. Aston Williams and McLaren are taken. They all seem glued to where they are. So, no change at Aston, no change at Williams, no change at McLaren, which is understandable across the board. No room for Mick. Um... Should doors, um, some doors should open. We should see how the situation evolves at Williams. Um, which I mean, we know that Wolf's been pushing for Schumacher in that Williams instead of instead of Sergeant. Which again, it really does depend in you know, does Williams stick with Mercedes long term? Does Toto use that as some kind of bargaining chip to? him in i i really do feel like mick has to like go and do something else and keep himself fresh rather than just sitting on the sidelines like go and you know dtm like albon did or whatever i mean i know like obviously ocon had a year out um on the sidelines as mercedes reserve so he's in a quite a similar situation to mick but the problem i mean ocon got dropped off of a pretty strong season in 2018 he massively outqualified checo but still got dropped. But then obviously Alpine, Wolf helped negotiate that deal to get him in at Alpine. So it's difficult for Mick because he didn't, for me, he didn't quite prove enough when he was in F1 to be like, yes, he's the guy to bring in. Um, obviously Mick Schumacher has sponsors. He has the name, which is going to help his chances somewhat. But I don't see a clear, I don't see a clear move for Mick and how he gets into to F1. And maybe Sargent does have more potential than Mick. Yeah. I, I would say I agree. I, I would agree that he has more potential. I don't think he's better than Mick. But I think he's got more potential to be better than Mick, in my opinion. But 
we'll see. America's Indies going to love the Schumacher name. Yeah, I mean, mate, look, I, I, I feel like if Mick Schumacher went to IndyCar and did some indie, you know, maybe some one-off races this year, maybe did a full season next year, I think he would be a better driver for it. You know, you look at Alex Pillow, you look at Pat O'Ward, you look at these drivers who, you know, have F1 racing. You know, Pat, Alex Pillow, when he jumped into that McLaren around Austin, was in, was quality. He was so good. He was. So, I mean, look, what was it? 2022 20, Austin F1 FP1. Um, where's the... There we go. There's the highlights. And I'll get the... Uh, the board at the end, the top. Jed Norris. Hello. Yeah, I mean, he was, what? A second off of the the soft tyre runners on a medium tyre. He was good. Gave a good account of himself, did did Alex Plow, when he jumped into that, um, jumped into that McLaren last year. So, uh, Sergeant is, look, I, I think, the, the thing is, you, you've, Sergeant is a, is a fresh, Fresh doughy eyed rookie. So I think there's at least give Sergeant till mid season before we start making assertions. Because again, like Bahrain was very strong, but also he did testing in Bahrain, so he was quite comfortable around that track. Um Eduardo Mortara should be an F one. He would be the next Vettel, really? That's a that's a strong one. That is a strong one. Mick it Alpha Terry, that's not gonna happen. No chance. There, there's there's too many good Red Bull juniors for that to happen. They're gonna keep it in house for sure. Right, okay, cool. Um, I am done. So thank you all for joining me um, for this pre-race chinwag for the 2023 Spanish Grand Prix. Not the 2003 Monaco Grand Prix, which I said for some reason. And did I see rumours that Vettel got offered an F1 position? No, I didn't, Julita. I did not. Um, I have to keep an eye on that. Because so, I know Vettel, it's like Vettel on Twitter, see if anything comes up. Um, oh. Oh. Oh, oh, okay. So, according to um, fastest pit stops reshared on Twitter. So, report reportedly, Sebastian Vettel visited all of his Formula te former teams, Formula teams, former teams in Monte Carlo last week. Met with Lewis Hamilton and finished his trip to Monaco with a Ferrari dinner. And according to rumours, Stefano Domenicali offered Vettel the role of sustainability manager in F1. That would make sense. That would make sense. Because I, I, I think the sport, if it's, which it does want to push the environmental, the green energy, sustainable fuels and all that, I, I think that message, you know, gives Sebastian some kind of ambassadorial role to be the face of that. That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. I'd love to see that. Is he qualified for that? I don't see why he's again if it's a if it's an ambassadorial role and it's more of a top line kind of yeah I don't I don't see why not I don't see why not of course he's not the one to develop these synthetic fuels but that's not the point the point is to you want someone yeah that would that would make a lot of sense I guess that's what I'm saying that's what I would say um Yes, yeah, Sal GP, yeah, something to do with that as well, yeah. We'll see. Ambassador, yes, everyone here is qualified. Look, I, I think he's more qualified than most, okay? 
Seb's clearly very switched on. I mean, when he was on question time, he gave, he gave a very good account of himself. Um, he obviously knows what he's talking about as much as, you know, a driver who now finds passion in this can. So I don't think that would be a mad, bad move at all. I'd love to see that. Right, okay, I'm actually done now. Um, again, like the stream if you're on YouTube, subscribe. And in the live chat, um, write the word canon because that is the... Uh, Read that. There we go. Canon, Canon in in the live chat, not in the live chat, in the comments and the live chat if you want. Yeah, everyone's writing it in the live chat in the comments as well. Like write Canon, okay, to show that you've got to the end. Well done, you've made it. Congratulations. <laughs> and yeah, don't forget to subscribe, watch, follow on audio only as well if you want to listen to me again. For some reason, I don't know why you'd want to do that, but there you go. Each their own and. Enjoy the Grand Prix this weekend. Hopefully it's a banger. Sunday, live stream, last lap. Monday, live stream, on here, post-race. I'll see you then. Thanks again. Have a good one. Cheerio, ta-da. Au revoir. Arrivederci. Goodbye.